Welcome to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast with me, your host, Emily Rose, where we take a subversive look at all the celebrity gossip you want and some you never knew you needed. We'll take a deep dive into the hidden meanings of what's really going on in the world of pop culture, because here we contain multitudes and read between the lines. Join me. Hello, and welcome back to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast, where we talk about pop culture and zeitgeisty things. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and how are you, my fellow trolls? Uh, I, I've i been searching high and low for a name for us, our, our little weirdo community, our little corner of the internet, our place we gather. Um, I want to give a shout out to listener Meryl, who gave me the obvious name of trolls. Like, we like to troll around around here, first of all, because we like to talk shit, and second of all, because... Um, as you know, I've been pushing my troll stroll agenda. I was uh, tired of feeling like the pressure of, you know, one more thing where you have to be hot. Uh, I, I kind of feel like by now the hot girl walk has gone out of fashion. Um, nevertheless, I forge on with my troll strolls where um, just, you know, quick recap. The, the tenets of the troll stroll are that uh, there's no minimum distance. So you can... You can do a hot lap around the block. That counts as a troll stroll. Uh, you got up from the couch. Incredible. You know, ideally, it's not required. But if you go and get yourself a little treat on a troll stroll, uh, highly, highly encouraged. I also encourage looking a little little mangy, a little deranged, a little Adam Sandler-like, whichever out of that menu that appeals to you. You're going for comfort, but you're also going for kind of like a laundry day type of look. And looking unapproachable, just generally having a bad attitude, uh, having your headphones in. And if someone is trying to chat with you, just continuing to walk on as if you didn't hear them. Like that's that's what the troll stroll is all about. So shout out to Meryl and shout out to you, my my beautiful, sweet trolls. We have a nice and easy episode today with Tori from Ready to be Petty. I've had her on a few times. She's the best. And we talk about one of my favorite topics, celebrity scammers, but the worst kind, the ones who ran bogus charities that they started. Couldn't stick to the good old-fashioned regular scamming. They had to also get attention for people thinking that they were going to be a good person in the process. So we aired them out from the least surprising celebrity charity scams to the most surprising. And listen through and tell me if you were also as surprised by the ones that I was surprised by. I I say that I can't be shocked anymore because of just how much pop culture I ingest, but then that almost becomes like a threat to the universe where (laughs) the ante just keeps getting upped and I I keep having to pick up my jaw off the floor. So that's what this uh, is all about today. Um, Now, let me just pull back the curtain on the Hot Mess Express that is the Patreon. It's $5 a month. You get an extra episode every week. So Sammy P and I, my lovely co-host, our obsessive nature has never been more like inflamed by uh, the Midnight's era. However, I know we're divided here in Whole Thing Nation. Like some of you guys are like more Swifty content, more Gaylor content. Some of you guys, justifiably so, are like, please shut the literal fuck up about Taylor Swift and move on. I shall be doing both. So on the Patreon this week, we have a full Midnight's analysis, and that includes the regular album all the way through a song by song analysis of the 3 a.m. sessions, a 20 track analysis, and a 
oeuvre, uh, like a look into all everything in the Taylor Swift ecosphere, ethosphere, whatever you want to call it. For my non-Swifties, I feel you, I see you, I hear you. We also have a regular episode up uh, because we had a lot to catch up on. I was gone for two weeks. Um, we talked about some travel adventures and misadventures and got into some celebrity celebrity gossip of the week. Also, the really, really tragic news about Aaron Carter's passing. So we talk about um, him and his family. So that'll be its own episode. The Midnight's Song by Song Analysis will be its other own episode. I'm just going to keep feeding you guys as much as I can. I want dinner on the table to be ready by the time you get home content wise that's that's the goal that's about it other than to say please if you're liking what you hear please leave a five-star review to the people who've left them and written nice things i've read them and you guys have made my day like absolutely made my day made my week you guys are so sweet to those of you who are thinking of leaving a review look i've said this before (laughs) I will say it again because no one's taking me up on my offer and I mean it. Leaving a review is free. It helps me out a lot. It helps out any podcaster, anyone who's, you know, a little shy about self-promo. It helps them out too. It's a free thing you can do. What is a free thing I can do for you? I would be more than happy to give back the favor. Like, are you a waiter? Because like I have a I have a burner Google account. Cause like you know how you can look um at your email at all the reviews. Like I just don't I just don't want like people to know every restaurant I've been to, even though I just leave positive reviews uh generally i will take my burner account and write the most rave review of your service at the restaurant you work at as if you delivered a five star service for three star michelin quality food on a budget like i'll get into it like what what is another equivalent just let me know i will hit you back (laughs) we're gonna help each other out okay we're gonna get through this (laughs) all right that being said that's about it for me um Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, and we're back with Tori from Ready to Be Petty Podcast, friend of the pod, creator of the pod, (laughs) of hers and mine. Welcome, Tori. Thank you so much for having me. I'm stoked to be here. I am stoked too. Um... I was reflecting on this episode today and realizing that like you and I have been on like a nonstop roller coaster of emotions this week, but we've been in it together. Truly. Okay. So Emily and I recorded a Patreon episode for my podcast on the We Charity Scandal. And it's up for free, right? Uh, Yeah, it's on Patreon um, and I'll probably release it to the public late November, but yeah, (laughs) it's yeah. But pay for it because it's literally (laughs) like if anyone uh, for the non-Canadians listening, it is as if like the Livestrong bracelet era merged with like Coney 2020 mixed with like A-list celebrities um, being like (laughs) paid through like scammer charity money. And it like swept across all of Canada for like 10 years. Yes. And it's with our faves like Demi, Selena, Jen Aniston, Meghan Markle, like they all were a part of this charity we're ambassadors yeah and they were paid like a bajillion dollars to like play one song and no one questioned it um but we recorded it and like i didn't think it would be such like unearthing of like all these like memories we repressed of all the like incredibly embarrassing things we did when we were younger when when we were in our white savior era 
Yeah. Yes. Thank <laughs> like, God we're out of that now. Well, I didn't even remember that I had a white savior era. And then it was just like, and then we realized we're all like, ooh. Complicit. Yeah, I know. I think about that every day. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably should think about it more. Um, yeah. When we were in high school and went somewhere and like dug um, a, trench. a hole. Dug yeah. a trench. Yeah, it was... It was chaotic to say the least, but the the episode was so much fun. I feel like yeah, it was a it was a processing episode, and also yeah, just the like both one of the biggest scandals to like ever come of like our nation, and that's like com- also completely unknown outside of it. Um, so yeah, lots of emotions there. And then, well, this podcast, I'm like banking a couple eps from mexico yes. um but as of recording we saw each other like what feels like about two hours ago <laughs> it literally feels like two hours ago like did i go to sleep but i think it was like actually like maybe six or like seven or eight hours at most <laughs> we live streamed midnights and and chatted between the songs and like for me i tapped out at 2 a.m my time um, you tapped out, you said at 2 a.m. your time, like Pacific. Yeah. 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 It was wild. We did a four-hour live stream about midnights and the 3 a.m. session. And so Oh, you did the whole 3 a.m. session? Yes. <gasps> oh my God. I actually am putting a pin in. I I'm not gonna listen to 3 a.m. sessions, I think, for another couple of weeks because I'm I'm too overstimulated. I'm very overstimulated, but I wanna say this. The 3 a.m. sessions are my favorite songs of the album. I, I'm not surprised because, yeah, the bonus tracks to, like, Evermore become my favorite. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're so good. They're so good. Well, yeah. Emotions are running high. Um, and yet, like, here we are, um, like, hustling because we are not out of our girl boss era. We're very much in. We're in our girl boss era. I was going to yeah. say, no one makes me feel more like a girl boss than when I'm chatting with you because I feel like we're always like on our side hustles. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say because we're both having mental breakdowns because of being like overwhelmed. That, that too. <laughs> like I definitely think it's like, oh, you have way too much on your plate. Let's let's have one together. more thing together yeah. let's both yeah. add it on yeah um oh my god yeah no that's true I know yeah I I mean it's funny because now I guess like technically my side hustles are like a full hustle but it's like my quote-unquote like job is made up of currently about like eight different jobs and like all of them are like spinning plates in the air like all of them I've taken on too much in each category um I don't know did I tell you so I'm like in the process of getting my ADHD diagnosis but they set me up with a occupational therapist that specializes in mental health which is like amazing love that go off Quebec um I didn't even ask for it they just like set me up with her and I was like oh super cool cool. but like her job is to help me get organized and she was like okay so what's your schedule like what are your to-dos I'm like I don't I don't even know like how to explain it and then I was like on top of this the glue that ties it all together is me making like silly little videos for zero dollars. But like that drives the whole thing forward. So that actually has to happen. Um, and she was just like, kind of like, huh? a little speechless. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, yeah. it doesn't even make sense to me. And I, it's, it is my life. So yeah. 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 It's so interesting. Yeah. Especially like 
now that I have more podcast friends that, yeah, do this like full time and stuff, it's so interesting, like learning about their schedules and how they balance it all and like how they actually like content create. Like, like. Yeah, yeah. We're very far away from each other physically, but we're united in our mentee bees and our commitment to just hustle and create <laughs> content nonstop, baby. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, we're on the hamster wheel. We I'm sh- kind of loving it. <laughs> like, I'm loving it too. Yeah. I'm loving it too. Um, yeah. I have to say, um, before we get into like the topic of today, shout out to our Mary Kate and Ashley episode. The the upset of the season, like okay. It, yeah, I'm it, shook. I'm shook too. So guys, I was like, this was I guess a couple of months ago. Um Tori was like, okay, this is super random. Um, but do you want to do a Mary Kate and Ashley episode? Cause they're not really in the news. Like there hasn't been, a, no. there hasn't been any Mary Kate and Ashley news for like years, I feel. Um, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. It is my most listened to episode. <laughs> it's like, so to date. funny. I know. It's so funny. I think that they were such iconic and like memorable parts of our childhood. And like, yeah. Yeah, like teenage years that I think people just still really want to talk about them. And because they're not in the press, like you're right. The last time I feel like Mary Kate was in the press was her divorce in like 2020. Haven't yeah. really heard from them since. And, and even before that, there was not much. And it, there it was, was like not, nothing. Yeah. And it's like we grew up with them putting out a movie a month, basically. Like, yeah. So just like nonstop. And, and it's like now they've starved us of content, which I'm like, I support them on that. Yeah, like good. 100%. But we went from like all to nothing. And it's like whiplash and we like miss Mary-Kate and Ashley. And so like, yeah, I think we're all feeling that just like the nostalgia and the yeah. need to just talk about their many iconic eras. Like that could have been like a three-part episode looking 100%. back. 100%. Yeah. So, but we are not here to talk about MK and Ash. We're here to talk about celebrities that are scammers. And because <laughs> <laughs> Mary Kay and Ashley, like they're just selling their fashions and they're open. They're, they're like, this will cost you a, a pretty penny, but like fully open about that. Um, this is like the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like celebrities that truly have it all and like goes beyond performative activism to like just straight up like lying for attention about charitable work that they've done. Um, and there's so many of them. There's so many. Unsurprising. Unsurprising. Um, before we get to these celebs, I just have to mention for a moment um, something that the we charity brought up in me like brought up in my memory which is the vow of silence what the fuck was that literally so was like, this just a canadian thing or was this everywhere in north america i feel like i saw it on oprah yeah i feel like maybe the concept of taking a vow of silence is kind of universal but specifically the charity that emily and i volunteered at um had a i guess it was like to raise awareness you would not speak for 24 hours and you would wear like a bracelet or like a shirt or something that said like I'm silent or whatever I fully it was like did. a big way of getting attention in high school I was just gonna say pick me energy like, oh big like, time and I'm saying so I participated but yeah <laughs> me I was, too I was and kind of still am a pick me so me you know. too me too yeah. me too but like for sure 
Um, I did that in high school. And know what? This is the most embarrassing part. I did it by myself. And <laughs> no one else, no, no one, one else, else did it. <laughs> and literally, I went to class, and but that's like, even more attention on you. So it's nice. You know, it's you're like right. Really, no you're one right. else to steal the spotlight. <laughs> literally, <laughs> but like I, I just like my teachers were. I was like, I can't talk. Like I didn't say that, but I was like, I literally can't talk. Like so, I just sat in in class, absolutely silent. I don't know what I did over lunch break and stuff, but. They had us high schoolers doing all kinds of like crazy and embarrassing stuff, like vow of silence and also like the 30 hour famine. Did, did you guys do that too? Of course I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like literally anything. I was on just the newsletter anytime it came around. I was like, yep, yep, sign me up. Like, yeah, no, the, the 30 hour famine, it's so weird looking back at those things. It's like the thought now of like being like getting a glimpse of how people feel who like don't have food. I know, I know. Because so I, you're you're like parents won't pack your lunch for a day and you'll do a famine. I know, I know. In protest and then and call like, it a fa- to call it a famine. Famine. I know. I also hosted a 24 hour wake at my high school. So I got them to oh, uh literally me. leave the school open for 24 hours and have like about a hundred kids. Uh stay at the school for 24 hours awake oh by wake I thought you meant like um a funeral after a funeral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could you imagine um we're hosting a symbolic funeral I mean that's basically the nature of the type of stunts we were like assigning up for yeah it was just super cringy and I don't think made any impact obviously on the world except for I was hungry for 30 hours well no we found out through our episode through research that it was going to an organization that was literally like building one school out of the thousands they said they built and then swapping out the plaques and taking a photo of me like thank you Victoria High School like yes (laughs) and then like throwing it to the ground and being like thank you to this like kid who died and everyone raised money for like what the fuck yeah that's what we were doing. Um, but none of that was as bad as these celebrities. Because <laughs> we didn't know that we were being scammed. I guess we could have like tried to be a little smarter about the whole thing. Um, it was a bit of like collective insanity. Um, but these celebrities were like, you know, they were <laughs> making it into an institution. So I created a little rubric <laughs> for these. I love this. These charities. Three categories, not surprising, medium surprising, and very surprising. Uh, Like, surprising in terms of, like, the fact that they're scamming us. Um, Yes. So, should we get started with the first one? The first category is not surprising, because... Yes. You'll see scammers. You'll soon see see why. (laughs) (laughs) So, the first one is Kathy's Kids, which, of course, is Lamar and Chloe's. (laughs) (laughs) former charity i had no idea that they ran a charity together did you know this no and also i don't think chloe or lamar also (laughs) knew like i swear to god if you walked up to chloe kardashian if i ever meet her in person i'm gonna be like do you know what kathy's kids is because i honestly think she would say what is that (laughs) well i think saying that they weren't involved is not giving them enough credit for like the active scams happening like i think because it's not just about like 
not being involved. Like that would be kind of fine if like, I mean, not great, but like I, I, my expectations for celebrities is like truly so low for their behavior. This is them like setting up the money, raising the money and then using it for whatever the fuck they want. That's basically the through line of all of these charities. So, but I'm, I bet also, yeah, Chloe has, I don't think there's much going on in her mind these days because she just seems so spaced out and just like it's like she's disassociated and like floated away and I know has it's floated her, so far it's just like it's just her body left on earth yeah it's like a balloon that you just watch go further and further up into the I sky. know I know yeah. I know yeah but we'll go back to a time when she was still funny Coco that we loved um this was 2004 so Lamar and Chloe founded this charity called Kathy's Kids and the mission was to fund cancer research and help young people who are suffering who have cancer um to honor Lamar's late mother. So love that great cause. Um they raised 2.2 million dollars, which actually now in the scheme of like the Kardashians that's not very much money, but in 2004 they were still living in apartments, eating takeout. They were kind of normal. They were always wealthy, but in more of like a normal American suburbs kind of way. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm surprised that they raised this much money. You're right, because they didn't have the, you know, resources and fame to um, pull from like they do now. But then it's like, yeah, they always were wealthy. So I'm sure they could host a charity ball or whatever and raise that much money. Yeah. Yeah. They've always been okay for money. Um, yeah. They didn't have the status, but still $2.2 million just on its own could really benefit, especially if it's for like helping children who unfortunately are suffering, um, and sick, like it can really like change a lot of lives um for them and their families but that didn't happen <laughs> uh spoiler alert Sh- like everyone sit down Shocker. if you're not yeah. sitting because yeah. you're, you're gonna need to hear this and uh yeah uh none of the money went to the cause not one dollar um so it was very short-lived because 1.3 million was used to finance elite youth basketball travel teams what yeah what yeah um yeah and then the rest went to unspecified it was just not accounted for um so they're funding travel basketball teams so like 1.3 million dollars for a kid sports team like that can also go very long way like literally that's absurd like how many travel teams have you seen that have a million dollars yeah and did they just buy like the fanciest bus than the school owned like yeah and like school out like the jerseys and shit like to build a beautiful basketball like indoor court because you literally definitely do that for 1.3 million dollars yeah i was just surprised that like again (laughs) chair why am i surprised i'm not surprised but like how charities can say this is for specifically children with cancer and then it goes to basketball teams of it, uh, apparently healthy youth. And shocking too that it's like it's public record. 
Um, and so yes. like that they would just do this and then not imagine that anyone's just going to like do a little search. Research. Like the internet wasn't what it was in 2004, but like we, there were still search engines. Like 100%. <laughs> someone was going to put it into Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, Jeeves is Kathy's kids a legitimate <laughs> charity? <laughs> and it would and Jeeves be no. was like, Jeeves was like, no. So as of 2011, they were still filing taxes. Like they were still like an active organization, but the charity was $250,000 in debt. And I don't remember the exact timeline of Lamar's um, descent, you know, and, and, but like given the timeline and the fact that we're looking at like millions of unaccounted for dollars, like, and that they got into debt too. Like it just, it, does seem it seems sinister given like what was going on in their lives yeah it seems sinister and I also just think like Chloe and Lamar were probably getting divorced around this time so it's like they don't have the Kardashian pull anymore like the charity doesn't have the pull yeah and like even I mean (laughs) If it's for sick kids and you're not giving to sick kids, um, but you're giving to like healthy kid basketball teams, that's still better than using it on like partying in your divorce. Right. So it looks like they got divorced in 2013, but legally the paperwork went through in 2016. Right. And like, I guess there's so many blinds and accounts of like the years leading up to their divorce when like Rob was living with them and yeah. even, even Chloe's herself was like, yeah, like really fucked up things happened at that house. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like what, when they lived in the house with Rob, it was, they, she said it was like very dark times and they're both kind of rumored or somewhat proven allegedly, I guess that they were like in like pretty active addiction not just like in a way that you could brush it off, like a fun Hollywood way. Yeah, I think that that's like actually kind of like an underrated story. But yeah, I think it is kind of like accepted as fact that like when Rob lived with them, he was in active addiction with Lamar and they were kind of enabling each other. And I feel like that's why Rob kind of was out of the limelight. I'm so far down the rabbit hole. This is an issue that I've been confronting recently is that I don't know what is public knowledge and what is like niche pop culture like blinds from 2011 you know like I it's like I was like everyone knows that um you know Rob and Lamar were doing crack in like Chloe's house (laughs) but like actually that's I guess that you're right that's not super talked about yeah I just think that sketchy things were going on And this charity could have been a front for whatever nefarious things they were getting up to. Yeah. Given the timelines of the charity and their personal lives, uh, it's not looking great. Um, I mean, even if it was just for like, you know, clo money's purses at the time. (laughs) Because she was also in her clo money era that lasted for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Either way, not great. Um, So... Uh, one more in the not surprising category. We're not going to go far for this one. We're going to head over to uh, the next Kardashian. So I didn't realize that Kim had a scammy charity because she's had so many scammy like business deals. Like her mom still has a church going. Like yeah, their family still yeah. allegedly embezzles money through their church. I mean, yeah, and 
Kim had that crypto um, lawsuit too. <laughs> like for hawking like phony crypto that it kind of made me fuzzy and nostalgic for when she would just sell anything, you know? I same, same. Like the those bands. Which bands? Do you remember those like silly bands? Oh yeah. Oh whatever. Like like the any shape ups. Shape up uh, yeah, yeah, the shape up shoes, like just slim cut. Yeah. Or yeah, you could, trim you, cut or whatever. Like, oh, I don't yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could probably hand her anything at that point and, like, push her out onto a red carpet and she would sell the shit out of it. Like, they, uh, credit cards, like, you name it, they sold it. But um, she actually made it official with a registered charity that uh, was, like, one thing I'll, I'll give her for this is that they stated up front, basically, that it was not a good organization. So I'll, I'll elaborate on what I mean by that. So, the organization was called eBay Giving Works Program. <laughs> this was in 2013. And everything about this is the most 2013 story that ever ever 2013, because it revolves around like an eBay program and like her blog, which I was like, <laughs> oh, I miss the days of celebrity blogs so much. Like I was talking on my Patreon with Kelly Williams about the bling ring and we were talking about Audrina Patridge's website where like they would just literally go on and say whatever. I feel like they would write their own blog posts like it wasn't ghostwriters. Well, yeah, you would hope not because it was not like correct spelling or no, like or like or trash. like intelligent thoughts. Like no. I, would hope, I would hope they wrote it themselves. No. Um, yes. Yeah, that was incredible. Although, I mean, this is an honest question. Which would you rather um, celebrities unfiltered, like writing their own captions or like posting like their own pics. I just, I feel like the pics are, I feel like nowadays I wouldn't have the attention span to read a blog post. <laughs> like literally. That's painfully true. Yeah. Yeah. Painfully true. But like, yeah, I kind of long for those days where like the only content you would get from celebrities were like on their own websites tabloids like magazines and uh like entertainment shows at 7 p.m like <laughs> yeah yeah no it's true and and even now like I mean they have access to stories on Instagram like they could technically post them but it's like most of their accounts are so like heavily controlled by their publicists it's like it's very rare you're gonna get like a Vanessa Hudgens um pandemic like <laughs> little yes live little, stream like, live stream yeah I I feel like everyone's publicist had like gone home for like a couple weeks to like be with their families in the early pandemic and like so we got a couple little leaks of like <laughs> of like them on the loose you know we got our like Vanessa Hudgens being like yeah I mean people are gonna die but yeah inevitable inevitable <laughs> I probably shouldn't be on here I'm like say more keep going Keep, literally keep going this is all we have right now is to just uh watch this train wreck um but yeah yeah we don't really have that it, it is very edited and glossy and everything yeah um but yeah this was unpolished this was i i saw a tiktoker refer to this as level one kim <laughs> yes like, uh, and i'm like that's it's so true like the very chunky belts so. hawking whatever product um but she started this charity called ebay giving works and so the premise of it was that it gave a percentage of the proceeds to aid victims in the Philippines, uh, Philippines typhoon disaster, like help with the aftermath. Um, 
But the thing is, they actually stated that only 10% would go to the cause. And like, I guess this was also a time where like, if let's say a, a celebrity started a charity, like people wouldn't necessarily like first thing go to the website. Like people weren't like digging into like registered trademarks, like registered charity, like but I mean, it was still, it was so blatant. I think it was probably, I think it was on their website somewhere that it was like, yeah, we're, we are only giving 10%. And then people found this out. Yeah. And Kim wrote a blog post to break her silence on it. <laughs> can I, can I read some of it to you? Yes, please. She, so, she wasn't taking the vow of silence like us. She, she broke no. her silence. No, she wasn't. I tried to find the actual blog. It's like deactivated. I thought maybe I could I find like, I know, screenshot of it. I, will, I want to see, like, the font. Like, just even that. I was just going to say the KK, like, <sighs> together yeah. font. Like, ugh, it was just such an iconic time. Yeah, for better or worse, our minds work the same way. You and I, I know, I know, I know. It's so sad. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, God, we're like, we need to see the font, okay? Yeah. It's going to keep me up tonight. Um, <laughs> well... <laughs> this is us this is us living our lives our authentic selves um, okay so the blog post is called giving comes from the heart and <laughs> starts with i feel compelled to speak about something that's in my head and in my heart this this actually sounds like a publicist wrote this um this is yes like a, it, this, it's this it's is very pr like at no point in her existence would she talk like this over the years, I've had to grow a thick skin. Being in the public eye, there are times I feel like I get criticized for any and everything I do. I'm used to it now. I just choose not to feed into the negativity or become consumed by it. It's like, she... Okay. You definitely feed into the negativity, Kim. Like... Well, I was thinking even just her use of the word consumed. Like, I don't think... Yeah. <laughs> like, I know she's, like, passing law school, but, like, at the same yeah. time, she has moments where I'm like not much is going on hey like not much upstairs whatever whatever you guys know um my many nuanced thoughts um okay so then she goes on the problem comes in when i get attacked for giving and trying to help people my dad oh <laughs> <laughs> and then she pulls her down to it my dad always taught me the importance of giving back i don't publicize everything i do to help charities and people all over the world i do it because i want to i do it because my dad taught me to I do it because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah, 100% was not aware that this was written or posted. Um, so for people to attack me for giving 10% of my eBay auction sales to, to the people of the Philippines, that hurts. I do eBay auctions monthly and, and change the charity or church from time to time. I give 10% of all my earnings to charities, not just these eBay auctions. 10% of all your earnings go to charities, Kim Burley. 10% of all of your earnings. Okay, because even level one Kim, like she's still making six figures, like probably well over it. You yeah. Know? Like, I mean, she's she was out every day, like hustling. But she did well. Um, 10% of all your earnings. I think she's like referring to Chris Jenner as a charity. Like that's what I was going to say. I was like, it's funny how she specifies 10% when this is the like very much momager 10% era. Yeah. And she's like, one time Chris like assured me that it was going to good causes. Like her yeah, the church of California or whatever her church yeah. is. Like. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, she goes on to say, um, yeah, I give 10% of all my earnings to charities. 
this month. It's for the people of the Philippines. Last month was Life Change Community Church. Yeah, okay. So it's, it's like, sure. And I, I love also the monthly eBay auctions. <laughs> like yeah. eBay auctions walk so Kardashian Closet could run. Yes. And I remember this scandal at the time being really surprised by it because the thing was it was positioned that she was auctioning off stuff. And usually what happens in an auction is you give all the money to, to, to the charity. And yeah. so I just remember this being really shocking because I was like, 10% is so low. And they still continue to do that with Kardashian Closet. Oh, no. Kardashian Closet, they've actually dropped all pretenses for charity. Yeah, it's just them reselling clothes. And it it's so ironic because I'm like, I bet you get all of these clothes for free anyways. Yeah. And some of it's like tank tops. Like some of it is not. It's I not know. even like this Birkin. It's just like a shirt, a t-shirt that's like yeah. $40. And I'm like, it's so funny. Kardashian Closet is one of my happy places though. Like just the fact that it exists is so funny to me. They're Truly. selling their, that they're like selling their busted like t-shirt. <laughs> um, okay. So Kim, so she finishes her blog post in regards to these eBay auctions. When the eBay numbers get broken down, you guys, I shouldn't say you guys, but I just had to throw it in. The auction management agency that posts for me gets a percentage for all their hard work. Then eBay listing fees, end of auction fees, eBay store fees, PayPal fees, etc. all add up to about half of the sale. Then I give 10% to a charity. Please, please. It's so PayPal embarrassing. Fees. Yeah, that's PayPal like if we fees. talked about like fucking Patreon fees. Like, well, that's what that's literally like. That is, yeah. I, as I was reading, I was like, that sounds like my breakdown. Like, yeah, Patreon takes a fee, then PayPal takes a fee for me to transfer it to the money, my own money yeah. to obtain it. Like, there's so much of a cut that comes from it. Um, <laughs> then I give 10% like but it's still yeah, like they all add up to about half the sale that's why I've posted this used t-shirt for triple the amount of money yeah catch me next month at my monthly ebay auction <laughs> yeah like it's so cringe and it's just funny because like I know people still use ebay but like it just had such a moment in the early 2000s like <laughs> it, it did yeah. yeah I mean it's still going I guess I've heard like I was like trying to find like a used car part and someone's like, oh, check eBay. I'm like, oh, you're like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So now we're going to move on to our medium surprising category. And I like, as I was researching it, I was like, actually, I don't know why it was medium surprising to me. Maybe it shouldn't have been, but whatever. Maybe that's just my hope that people are like decent. Um, this was Madonna's charity, Raising Malawi. Uh, yeah. Okay, so this is not just like scammy. This is like a lot of shit went down with this like very unfortunate situation. So in 2009, Madonna had a dream to build a $15 million school for girls in Malawi. Love that. Mm -hmm. um, she saw Oprah doing it. She said, yeah, same. Um, and then in 2010... Over 200 residents were pushed off their land to make room for the new school. <sighs> it's just, it's unimaginable. Like, it's just, it's so problematic and harmful and, like, disgusting that this is what's happening. And, like, 
It's so weird. This happened in 2009 and I literally remember it. Like I hate myself. Like Yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I, I remember the Malawi cherry. I didn't remember like the, any of the sordid details. Like I'm just thinking about like, I don't even, I don't own my apartment. Like I rent. If I had to leave my apartment because of a celebrity for any reason, let alone like them <laughs> doing in the name of like a charitable thing to make themselves look good, I would be dressing for revenge. As Taylor says, like as I Taylor literally says 100 percent. Yeah. A white celebrity coming in and just being like, hey, hey, um, <laughs> I'm going to need you guys to move. OK, thank you. I'm building a school. It's for girls. Yeah. Um, also, like you would think, OK, 200 residents push off their land, but at least it benefited people. No, it was for nothing. And given so there was basically <laughs> By 2011, so this was like a year after all these residents got like kicked out, kicked out of their homes. Um, the $15 million in funds that were raised were gone before they even laid the first brick. So no school was even like one tenth built. Nothing was ever built. Um, and it's like hard to figure out like just how much Madonna was involved but it's like, it doesn't matter whether she, this is her initiative. So the it, whether she was just like not aware of what was going on, just as guilty as if she was there, like <laughs> spending it on like, you know, whatever, like fun money. Um, an audit revealed that the money was spent on buying cars for employees that didn't even work for the charity. So not employees, just buying cars for random people. Um, salaries, office space, free housing and architect design fees okay <laughs> and yeah. oh and 3.8 million was just unaccounted for so like that is life-changing money 3.8 million like that's like uh, an amount of money you or I will never see in our lifetimes don't and say it, that Tori don't yeah, say that sorry. you never know no I don't know. Girl boss era like yeah yeah <laughs> underway currently you never know <laughs> manifesting it <laughs> <laughs> manifesting my own 3.8 million yeah. um and then I start a charity and then you do an episode <laughs> about how I scam people no like I'm gonna uh, air out my former friend Tori yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like seriously though like I think the thing with charities also I'm like you have to account for stuff so where where the fuck is this money going like yeah like you have to do a lot of paperwork in Canada you have to be a registered charitable organization yeah um you have taxes to file you have all of this stuff and like this is just disappearing and if you know that you're doing this in a country that has no oversight or has corruption or whatever you need to be even more hands-on so then she just abandons the charity entirely um yeah. and the article that was written at the time says she abandoned the project and is pursuing other ways to help Malawi. It's like, okay, sure, Linda. Like, sure, sure, Dan. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that to me actually is the worst part of this because it's like, you fucked over all these people that you kicked off their land. Okay, then all the money was like spent on whatever, not anything charitable. So reach into your coin purse, pull out another 15 million that you very much have and won't make a dent to your life in any way. And start again and hire, like, legitimate people. Yeah. Don't make it all for nothing. <laughs> totally. And I just love how, like, little you can say when you uh, lose $15 million that were supposed to go to charity just to be like, well, I'm I'm pursuing other ways to help them. <laughs> like, yeah. <we're>, that's... <laughs> 
that's it it's like yeah and and also like the fact that all these celebrities are even starting a charity in the first place it's like there are existing charities like there are charities run run by locals that are busting their ass working so hard that understand the needs of the community and yet you need for it to be like my foundation like basically it's like trump vibes with like the golden like name on everything basically yeah and like the trump university and stuff like it's very egotistical and you're totally right i think that's the other moral of the story is like there are existing grassroots community organized charities and organizations that you could very much get behind and you're not doing that for the sake of like I guess your legacy but like again I would be if I was writing my memoir and it was about me supporting a legitimate charity I would feel way more proud than if it was like my name on the door of a charity that did fuck fuck all sorry my language is it's okay we do we do swears on this podcast (laughs) we we we, there's no rules it's got the explicit rating yeah (laughs) mine too yeah Yeah. um now i want to move on to the third category that i put this in which is very surprising very surprising to me and i'm curious to hear from the listeners like if this was surprising to you too and also you you tori Mm -hmm. um the first one is Wyclef Jean and I guess I just didn't know too much about Wyclef Jean but like the Fugees was such an important part of my like adolescence and so like basically like everyone knows he's from Haiti so in 2004 he had founded this charity called Yele and it was a charity with a mission to help Haiti um so it was like basically a small charity but after the 2010 like really devastating earthquake um donations increased substantially so they actually ended up raising over 16 million dollars like in the aftermath of this earthquake so great um i know he's also running for president at some point i think this was was this after this this was after so yeah it's so funny again okay um <laughs> You remember all this? You're like, you're like, of why course. is this surprising to you? You don't remember? Well, like, I remember um, also hosting uh, a variety show to raise money for the, the Haiti earthquake victims in 2010. So, yeah, I was again grinding yeah. on. No, she had good intentions. Look, she was she was out there. She like we all had good intentions. Um, yeah, but you know what they say: the road to hell is paved with good intentions exactly but okay yeah I guess that my why this is most surprising to me is because the other people were scamming people that didn't live in the same country as them this is like scamming your like own people right like I guess when Lamar and Chloe started their charity, it's not like children everywhere suddenly were like, finally, like we can have hope. Like no one was really like expecting money to come in, you know, like no one was like waiting on a check from them. But uh, like in the wake of this devastating event and and then also like Wyclef Jean being like one of the most like famous Haitian people like who has made it like internationally, I'm sure it was like there were like very much people that were like, okay, great. Like this is going to be like something like some little bit of hope in this like horrifying situation. Yeah. Um, but 
as you might have surmised, <laughs> listeners, this is not what happened. Uh, so of the $16 million, $9 million was spent on office space, salaries, and food and beverages for employees. How? 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 Like, I get, like, a free, like, Subway lunch at work, and I'm, like, ever so grateful. Like, but, like, but, also, like, but also, like, $9 million, I'm thinking, like, even if it was, like, a WeWork kind of space, like, that you're building in Manhattan, would it even cost $9 million? Like... I mean, maybe, but like that's, you know, I'm talking like those swanky, glossy, beautiful, like, uh, like New York, LA offices. Like, I think those probably cost nine million, maybe more, whatever. But like, this is a charity. In- I know. I know. Then, unfortunately, um, it gets, it's just bad all around. Um, Wyclef Jean also paid himself $100,000 to perform at a Haiti charity concert. Ooh. Like, you can't pay yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You can't. Okay. Well, okay. I feel like you do need to pay yourself for your labor, but it's like you should not be hosting the event. And then I feel like additionally paying yourself 100K. And it's like, was Wyclef Jean in 2010 getting any 100k appearance fees yeah well i actually argue that you shouldn't be paying yourself if you're a celebrity and you, you have millions and this is your vanity project true like, true i'm you're right i mean like for us normies like pay yourself yes. yeah if you work in yes. a nonprofit, yes there has to be money for salaries absolutely yes um, they're usually like very scant like yes people, but like yeah no and definitely not pay yourself a hundred thousand dollars for like what two hours of playing your songs um yeah. for, well, for a charity concert yeah, well, it's very much giving We Day vibes, which is what we we covered yeah, yeah. Um, on my show, because it's like these celebrities were uh, performing or speaking at these charity events, but then taking 225K in appearance fees. And it's like, this was J-Lo. It's like, wouldn't you think like, oh, like I'm already a multimillionaire. I'm doing this for charity. I'll take a small appearance fee or or just like my or my airfare or yeah. and and then yeah and then show up for free cuz it's supposed to be like you're donating your time to the charity. Yeah, be like donate your time and the labor of getting you there. Like that's the yeah. very least you can do. Uh, like not to mention then like the basis of the charity or where the money gets distributed. Like just at least take care of that end of things for yourself. But like this charity, that wasn't even the worst of it. So, so the, the 16 million breakdown goes further. So he gave his family over $500,000 and used 37,000 on rent for his Manhattan studio. And then they also paid Wyclef Jean's mistresses more than $100,000 for unspecified reasons. And then in 2012, the charity was shut down. Yeah. So wow. this was just a full scam for two years. Yeah. Full scam. I wonder if he went into it like thinking he would scam or if he just got the sixty Wrapped million dollars and like he just like like lost his mind. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then uh, decided to make a run for for president. Like, and then was like, <laughs> he's like, hey, we all make mistakes. Okay, like, I'm sure you have 
also all we've all started a charity at some point, raised millions of dollars, and then just like things happen, and you want to keep your studio in New York because it's a great view, and like you just yeah. you know your stuff's there, and like you don't want to move it, so it's like what are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly, like that's literally what happened. It's like then you have to pay off your mistress too, like what like I wonder if it was for like I mean did they have dirt on him like what was what was yeah like she knew the charity was a scam so she was like give me a cut or I'm gonna release this to the press that would be like a novel like a (laughs) like yeah I'm gonna expose you for your scammy charity so take a hundred grand literally which is not nearly as bad as the whatever other 15.5 million um, yeah, so pretty bad. Um, that actually makes our next celebrity look pretty okay because now we're getting back into the territory of like probably no specific person was like waiting on that cash. Um, but this did surprise me. Um, yeah. and you too. Okay, so it is Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation. So yeah, I really did not see this coming that me she was too. Me running too. a charity scam. Yeah. yeah. This was the only one that I like straight up didn't know okay. until recording was a scam that you didn't have committed to memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the other ones I was like, oh yeah, 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 like I watched the Oprah special like, like I obviously like uh, this is old news like we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I I wasn't aware of a lot of them. I guess I don't know. I I I I remember like Madonna having a charity. Um I remember like SNL making fun of her, but like that's kind of it, but yeah. Yeah, Lady Gaga, I don't know. I guess I just, she seems to just be so heartfelt and like crying and like just really like connecting with people. So it was quite shocking. Okay, so I'll get into it. So 2011, she founded the Born This Way Foundation with a mission to empower youth and inspire bravery. So I'm sure there was like a more specific mandate and like the related to like lgbtq like youth and and everything and i remember like i didn't go to the born this way ball but i remember they had she's like our born this way foundation is going to be like up front at every like concert and they would be like like giving like resources and like yes almost like a helpline kind of thing yeah um yeah and it was like this beautiful display which we now (laughs) i've come to find out that was all the money was going to um so basically, it came under fire. Like, once again, all these celebrities, I'm like, do you guys not think because this is public record that the public will know about this? Like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, I think that that is the confounding part of all of this. And yeah. also, it's like, it's not easy to run a charity, even if you're a celeb uh, and you're just putting your face on it. Like, a charity no. is a huge operation. It's a, a full, a full, like, I was going to say business, but, no, but like. It, it is, but even, no, but it's a business with even more, like, work that has to paperwork. go into it because of how much more oversight there is, at least yeah. for this one, which was in the States. Anything, like, all I know is, like, North American charities, but there's so much red tape that it's like yes it's like having a business but you need to explain every single penny where it came from you need to justify it to your board of directors like so much more needs to happen than a regular business where it's like money comes and goes like in the end like <laughs> just pay your taxes and they're like no one's gonna like know where the money went um but in charity it, it like it's public for this exact reason so people don't 
pull stunts like this. Um, so yeah, it's like, just spend your money stupidly as a celebrity. Like no one will know or care. Yeah. If you're Lady Gaga, including in 2011, had endless millions of dollars, just go throw your money around and it's not going to be a public record and no one and everyone's going to be like yeah you're living the rock star like it's fine just just keep it at that yeah it's also just so disappointing because born this way like the song and stuff like that was such a moment that it's like you could have teamed up with folks at like the Trevor project or yeah. a crisis hotline or something like that yeah and it could have been amazing and extremely impactful but instead you decided to be egotistical and and fake and performative yeah absolutely and oh actually i realize we haven't even gotten into like what what happened but i'm sure as people could imagine by now like none of the funds went to the youth <laughs> like no youth were empowered except for five thousand dollars worth okay so i'll break that down a little more so basically they actually like were publicly called out for this at the time because um a, it was a federal tax report that like were they literally aired the receipts out um that the born this way foundation took in 2.5 million but only gave out five thousand dollars in grant money uh <laughs> the total expenses for it were listed as 1.85 million and okay so 1.5 million went to bogus expenses but you brought in 2.5 million so that's still like another very large amount of money unaccounted for but yeah. i will tell you the money that was accounted for and it is it's a doozy okay so i'm gonna read off this yeah list should we like go back and forth yeah, let's yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> Go for it, Tori. Kick okay. Us off. So again, in 2012, uh the 1.85 million included four hundred and six thousand five hundred and fifty-two dollars in legal fees. So a cool almost half a million legal fees. Cool. Um hundred and fifty thousand for quote philanthropic consulting yeah what is that <laughs> 50k for social media development <laughs> um five, 58,000 for publicity <laughs> like again Okay, shouldn't th isn't that in the social media no. pieces? No, no. Tori, you think like, they can just bootstrap it? You think yeah, they can just yeah, get the yeah. word? Do you think Lady Gaga? Anyone's going to be paying attention to Lady Gaga? She has to spend a lot on advertising. Like you're right, you're right. <laughs> Especially at the height of her fame, no one was. <laughs> yeah, no one would have known or paid attention or found out when any she other had way. the number one single in the world. Literally, her doing one interview and talking about it would have been like. <laughs> generated the press enough. that you needed yeah yeah 300k on strategic development so we have 50k for social media development and 300k for strategic development and this 150 for philanthropic consulting which is <laughs> different from strategic development <laughs> yeah um yeah and then 350k for bus production yeah like so that's the 
swanky. I imagine the swanky buses that were outside of the Born This Way Ball. 100%. Where you could go and like, what, take photos? <laughs> Who knows? And be like, hey, I'm a teen that's struggling. <laughs> yeah. Like, but now I'm all good. <laughs> yeah. Pause. Uh, yeah. 77 $1,923 for travel. That just sounds like the people that were being paid to follow her around on tour and like set this up, I imagine. Yeah, first class flights or like a, a private jet. Or like, yeah, just someone's full-time job to be like, all right, so we already have the whole schedule, um, but just make sure the bus gets to like Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like good. we're, we're going to hop on the PJ just like, yeah, yeah you yeah. drive the bus like across the country by tomorrow. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. So 60000 for research. Research. What research? What isn't you? that what the consulting company does? <laughs> like, yeah, and also like, what? How much research do you need to empower the youth? You know they're not doing well. They've not done well at, at any time in history. So like, just help literally, them. Literally, literally, <laughs> they're like they're like doing sixty thousand dollars of research. They're like, guys, we found out mental health is a real issue. Yeah, especially for <laughs> like marginalized groups of teens. Like, <laughs> we found out that teens that have been like kicked out of their homes, like aren't doing well emotionally it's like yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do the next expense you yeah, wanna... <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do a production so 62k for stage production yeah and that's it those are the only frivolous expenses <laughs> yeah yeah clearly. but like okay but like bus and stage that's the bus and stage production together makes about half a million so yeah overall like I don't know. Like, it's like, I still want to give Lady Gaga, like, the benefit of the doubt. Me too. Me too. Because what I'm wondering is, like, was she like us, where she just took on more <laughs> than she could handle? Than she could chew. This really was, like, the height of her fame. Yeah. In some ways. Well, I guess kind of, like, a fame monster slash born yeah. this way. To me. I, I don't know. I don't know how you would describe it, but, like. I think this is her peak mainstream yeah. Like, moment of her career. Yeah, I mean, she's a permanent A-lister, and she's very famous still, but I, you know what I mean? Like, just in the way that, um, like, Bad Romance was, like, world-changing, like, earth-shattering, whatever. Like, it was just that type of time for her. So I'm just, I'm just like, I just want to... She's the only one on this list that I want to, like, extend a bit of the benefit of the doubt be like, maybe you were just, like, so busy on tour, you just, like, weren't paying attention. But, like, yeah. you collected these donations from probably you know average people yeah and the last one is 47k in meeting and event coordination and that's oh, the yeah, other piece that. <laughs> yeah that's the other piece that i'm like okay the way that celebs do this it's like it's just i don't know and nothing's on a budget obviously but like nothing is like oh this is a charity we should like you know, maybe not spend 50K to, yeah. like, I don't know, have extravagant meeting costs. Yeah, it may as well be 47K for, like, craft services where they ate, like, two celery sticks and then the, threw the rest out, you know? Exactly. And then, again, the the youth only, I'm assuming, like, maybe one person received a $5,000 grant. Yeah. Absurd. They're like, 
well, it's 2011. So they're like, someone can pay their rent for two months. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe three, depending on like your living situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is Born This Way still an operating charity? Tori, I Googled Born This Way Foundation and got like literal foundation, like makeup foundation. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, when I think of Born This Way, I think, didn't she do a line with Mac? Yeah. But that's like, this is what I'm saying. Like, that is great. And I know she's done other charitable work and I know she's donated her money to other causes. Like mm -hmm. that's all good and fine. You know, it's like, that's what you should stick to. Like Mac has done work with like AIDS for decades. Like decades. they're just a very, it's a very established relationship and they have different celebrities come through and, but yeah, I'm just, it's just two faced born this way. Flawless, <laughs> flawless coverage foundation. Oh, they're still in action. Okay, they've got a Twitter they tweeted two days ago. Okay. Oh my God. Okay, I'm looking at... <laughs> Tori. I'm looking at their Wikipedia. Born This Way Foundation, founded 11 years ago. Founders, <laughs> Lady Gaga sat slash Cynthia Germanata, type NGO. Revenue, 900,000. Expenses, 757,000. And this was, this it's listed for 2015, which is not even the year, like, this is, like, four years after what we're talking about. Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> and it doesn't say close. Like, it, they, they're they tweeting. Someone's being paid to tweet. They're probably being paid half a million dollars. I was just going to say, so are, like, are they in the 50K <laughs> social media <laughs> development piece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Okay, so actually, I guess I'm going to retract my benefit of the doubt because they're still up and running and like still massively like spending all their money on ex expenses. Yeah, I am curious what your listeners have to say of like, did you donate to any of these charities? Yeah. Did you, yeah, participate in, in any of them? Do you remember them uh like, let us know. Are you like us that you've participated in many embarrassing charity uh, causes? Please let us know. Yeah. Or roast sure. us. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We deserve it. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly. But I would just be, I'd be curious, like, has anyone bought any of Kim's clothes off of eBay? <laughs> Did anyone donate to Yale? Like, <laughs> or like, check out the Born This Way bus, the Born yeah. This Way Foundation bus. Like, it looks lit. Yeah, were you one of the residents in Malawi? <laughs> Who was, oh my God, yeah. Uprooted, yeah. Um, yeah, well, Tori, this has been horribly depressing, but at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> horribly um, depressing, but like it is, I feel like the one good part of it is that like, I do feel like there is a lesson in here and I think we've learned it at this point, but it's just like, always do your research and yeah and also it's kind of it's good too because as much as sometimes I, I feel like despair and like there's not been any progress I feel like now in this day and age like if a celebrity is going to be like charity or even if they have like some product line they're like proceeds go to charity people are going to immediately like look it up ask them about it like hold them accountable, accountable. so yeah you don't see as many like Kathy's kids popping up these days I think 100 percent also if the if there's any internet sleuths listening check out I want to know if Tyler Cameron's charity for his mom is is legitimate or not oh my god 
I'm going to say, I'm going to guess no, not. I don't trust that man to like. I know, I know, I know, I know. Same, but like. Do much, but pose. I know, I know. But yeah, I'm just curious because he was the most recent person, like celebrity that I've seen that has like started a charity. Yeah. And if you're a celebrity listening to this, just give to a pre-existing charity. 100%. Like Planned Parenthood or like like something like that. Literally anything. Like (laughs) just don't start a vanity project. Yes. Yeah. Or be like the Kardashian closet and drop any pretense that any of it is going to a good cause. And just be yeah. like, no, actually, we kind of alluded to it, but called out and like, no, it's just, yeah, it's just, let's for just us. double down on the capitalism. Yeah. 100% of this $40 tank top costs <laughs> go to me <laughs> and my momager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The 10% to the Philippines, no, it's to Chris Jenner. No, yeah, it's no, it's not. Um, Tori, tell, everybody where they can find you in all the places yeah you can listen to ready to be petty on all podcast platforms and you can follow me on socials at rtbp podcast okay amazing fantastic um even in the most depressing of topics Tori, it's just lovely to have you on truly truly i feel like we're like a single cell mind so like, i know i know it's like, like a little uncanny i'm like are we okay yeah mm, no i think we the know the answer no but yeah. we, <laughs> we know the answer to that yeah. but uh, always a pleasure talking with you yeah lovely okay bye All right, guys, that's it for today. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review. Heck, leave a five-star review while you're at it. Follow me on Instagram. It's become a whole thing and TikTok. And I'll see you next week. Au revoir, mes amours.